Welcome, Parisa Wright. It's an absolute pleasure to be here at the Greener, 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 Greener and Cleaner Hub today <laughs> with you. Thank you. It's great to have you guys here. So um, this is an amazing project that you've got going on here. Uh, can you just in- introduce yourself, who you are and your reason, your why behind all of this? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Parisa Wright. I am uh, Bromley Borough born and bred. Uh, I grew up here, I was born here and I've now come back to have my family here. I've got two little ones who inspire me in this every day. They're four and seven now. Um, and I've been a lawyer in media and entertainment, starting off in human rights actually, um, uh, for the last 20 years. Um, the last 11 I've been at ITV and um, the last four I've been running a sustainability group, now charity, uh, for the borough of Bromley um, and at the same time trying to use my spheres of influence at work um, and in clubs and things like that to get sustainability on the agenda and normalise and popularise us all thinking about reducing our waste and reducing our cost of living and improving our health by living more sustainably. Uh, day to day and and helping each other out in that Um, and I suppose it sort of started about four years ago when I was coming back from maternity leave having had my youngest and I'd spent the year at home with my baby um, and looking at the children striking on television the school strikes the Friday Mm. school strikes in 2018 Um, you know with this baby in my arms and my little one going to nursery and just thinking good god what kind of world are we living in where children can't rely on adults to protect them Mm. that they have to give up their innocence and their youth so young you know some as kids as young as five or six standing outside their schools begging government begging councils begging all adults really to to do something more than carrying on with the status quo to protect them and And I just came back out of that year just feeling like I had to do something, feeling tearful, feeling like perhaps I'd been selfish having children and realising that actually there's no point in crying about it. Uh, We are where we are and the best thing that I could do is to use my life experiences, my professional skills, my passion for my kids, my passion for my community to to change the status quo um, and to not feel held for ransom by Mm. other people in society, uh, stakeholders, um, you know, maybe even political organisations who don't necessarily connect with it or care about it in the same way that I do as a member of the community, as a mother, um, as someone actually with an ethnic minority background uh, who doesn't feel necessarily spoken to by a lot of the communications that come out around this um nationally as well so i basically thought well maybe i can reach out and see if there are other people in the borough even though we have the highest car ownership of any (laughs) london borough Uh, maybe i can see if i'm not alone and it was amazing instantly there were sort of 20 30 of us meeting in a pub the first month Uh, we set up a facebook group and it just went to a few thousand within a few months Um, and now we have we're providing support to over 7,000 households in Bromley um, and, and some in Lewisham and South East London. And, you know, we have got to the point where we are a registered charity. We uh, were putting on, you know, even from the very beginning, we made sure we weren't a talking shop. We met up and chatted once a month. 
but we also made sure we put on at least two free events every month. We were all sharing our skills, uh, whether that was to sew or to compost or to cook or to litter pick or to build things. It was amazing. Uh, and we've just grown that really. And um, the wonderful thing is now as a registered charity, we now have an amazing community hub in the glades where people can come here for sustainability support. And again, it's continued to be peer-to-peer. It's local people helping local people, mm. sharing advice, sharing ideas, sharing what they've managed to do at home or at school or in their jobs, uh, and helping each other through you know, setting new norms and um, you know, making it easy and pragmatic and highlighting all those amazing benefits they're getting, the money saving, their well-being improving, their mental health. So it's the Why understanding, it's the knowledge, and just kind of growing that within the community. Absolutely. I mean, before we started recording, we were talking a lot about community. Yeah. And it starts with the community, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think, for me, one of the hardest things was looking at what was happening at a national level and feeling nothing was happening, looking at what was happening at a local level and feeling that nothing was happening in terms of infrastructure. But community is such a powerful thing. And if you can get everyone empowered to get involved, if everyone can realize how it's relevant to them personally, to their own families and how they can benefit from it, Mm. you know, if they can understand how collaborating makes us so much stronger and helps us achieve so much more change for our families, I think that's really important and I think that's something amazing that over this last sort of four years we've managed to do and that we are trying to grow. And uh, I mean that's absolutely amazing and with opening up um, you know the charity here in the Bromley in the Glades how has the last year been? Um, it's been amazing. I and mean, what kind of workshops do you have going? Yeah so, so basically the hub is run 70% by volunteers so and then about sort of 20-30% we have some skeleton core staff to make sure it's open and closed at the right time to make sure we have amazing high quality events going on to make sure people have the right training etc and that our volunteers are taken care of and happy um, but yeah it's very much peer-to-peer all local people giving advice and support to other local people. People get carbon literacy training so they don't feel they have to rely on their own knowledge. Mm. They get a full day of training. And it's an amazing social space. So people are making new friends, learning new things and helping their community. At the same time, um, about 70% of the workshops and talks that we put on are put on by volunteers from the community also. The other 20-30% are also put on by local residents. Um, but they are paid roles where we've managed to get funding from, uh, you know, the lottery or another sort of um, a, a corporate sponsor, et cetera, et cetera. So there are amazing local people getting involved and, and uh, the kind of events that we're putting on are anything from making reusable gift bags, learning how to grow your own fruit and vegetables, demonstrations on amazing, you know, Asian ve- vegan recipes, wow. mm-hmm. um, clothes swaps, baby toy swaps. Um, just lots of wonderful different things but you know mending is at the heart of it yeah I was about to say you've got mending as yeah well, yeah absolutely so we have mending clinics on a Saturday we have 80% of our events are aimed at adults because ultimately we as adults have to take responsibility yeah. and we really have control about how what transport we use what we eat what we do about our energy efficiency how much stuff we buy mm. but also how much stuff we borrow or fix or lend Mm. and it's so powerful what we can do as adults but also we want to support parents but we also want to support children so we do have an event a week 
for kids uh, on a Saturday usually. We also have extra events during school holidays. Mm. Um, and we also have a youth outreach team that is going into schools and supporting them with setting up sustainable fashion clubs, doing the odd assembly, and also just reaching out to students and young people, as well as primary school kids and secondary school kids. Fantastic. You know, I just wanted to mention as well, um, I love your library of things, and Darren, you've already borrowed from there. I think it's an absolutely fantastic um, thing to have, because not everybody can afford to go out and buy equipment like lawnmowers or uh, that German jet, is it German jet washers? I mean, you know, they're incredible. Let, let, me, let me tell go you. Go on, because you, uh, yeah, you, you've I'll had hands-on experience. I'll tell this. you a story here which is highly relevant. One of the problems with having a green society is there's so much built-in obsolescence. Yeah. Things that are built to break so that they can be sold again and manufactured and you waste the Earth's resources. Mm-hmm. So my neighbour has a hedge trimmer. Yeah. Uh, I borrowed it, trimmed the hedge, it broke. I bought a new one, finished trimming my hedge, gave it to her. She got it out this year. First time she used it, it broke. Third one, uh, we're not having because the other two broke. Uh, and Plus we you have came, to store them. Yes, yeah, We came limited. to the library of things. We borrowed a high-end one. That one in there cost a couple hundred pounds. Or Was something. it the yeah. cracker, cracker, as opposed cracker to one? one? The ones that we have are trade, trade yeah. level, basically. Yeah, they're really good it, brands. We borrowed it. It was, I think, less than twenty pounds for the day, or a couple of days actually, because it was over the weekend. Uh, and it did a marvelous job. Brought it back. No more environmental resources used. Absolute win-win situation. Yeah. Thank you for the library of things. What else have you got in it, by the way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we have everything. So we have loads of stuff for the DIY side of things. Mm-hmm. So from drills to saws to ladders etc we then have loads of stuff for the gardening stuff so as you said there's strimmers there's uh you know um jet washers for your patio um there's lawnmower in there there's all sorts of things and then there's also stuff for the social side so we've got things like which are great for kids parties especially so things like pa systems or any party quite frankly if you're gonna have a karaoke party (laughs) Uh, a friend of mine borrowed it and did an amazing karaoke in her close at christmas time with all the neighbours came out, used our PA, and they did a neighbourhood karaoke in the street together, which was wonderful. Um, But yeah, so the PA system, there is a um, ice cream maker, there is a projector for movie nights, so lots of families have borrowed those for like movie night sleepovers for kids and things. Um, And yeah, other bits and pieces like that, but also um, inside the house, there is the amazing carpet cleaner and that's one of our most popular items the carpet cleaner the jet washer they're super popular that's what i need for my flat (laughs) um and um, i think there's a steam cleaner as well and it's great if your sofa is grotty if your carpets are grotty you can give them a new lease of life without having to spend all that money replacing Mm -hmm. them kind of thing and you know there's nothing more depressing than looking at cream carpets that have stains and stuff all over them and actually spending that time to like give yourself a nicer space and knowing that you don't have to insure it you don't have to maintain it you don't have to store it yeah. is just so wonderful because we don't all have tons of space to put loads of massive equipment we don't have the headspace to insure it and to think about maintaining it and oiling it up afterwards or whatever it is and here in the library of things they get excellent brand new items trade level they have deals with bosch etc etc and then um, they're maintained once a week so the sort of quality of items that you're getting here is amazing compared to actually any other 
you know, hiring system as well, uh, but also against anything that you would normally be able to afford to buy sort of day to day. So it's great because you're stopping things being bought and chucked and reducing waste, but you're also just saving yourself money and space and headache. So yeah, it's fantastic. And um, we're really proud of the library of things and I definitely recommend people come and check it out. There's also a gazebo, which is super useful. So, you know, if you want to have a party and you need that extra gazebo or you're doing your school fair and you need that extra gazebo, whatever it is, come on down and grab it. Well, there you go. Talking of gazebos, I've got, um, my parents have got a massive gazebo, only used (coughs) twice. And so um, I will be speaking to them if they would like to part with that. Oh, no. I think it's there. No, no. No, no, no. An extra one if you would like. No, no, no. So what I would say is that (laughs) the Library of Things is a separate charity that we are hosting. So we're hosting this as a resource for Bromley. We worked with a carbon management team at Bromley Council to get it funded and in place. Uh, But what they do is they have deals with big manufacturers to provide trade quality items. They don't take things, secondhand things from other people um, because that would be really difficult for them to insure and maintain, et cetera, et cetera. But what we have also done as a charity is worked with Susie Bremer at Hayes Life to set up something called freebie cyclers groups on Facebook. And so depending on your postcode, let's say you're in Shortlands or in Beckenham or in Bromley or in Hayes, there will be a, let's say, Hayes freebie cyclers group. So freebie and then cyclers group and that is a great group for you to be able to give away things to your immediate community the idea is it's postcode Mm. um defined so you're giving and taking things from people in your local area and it's for free yes you've got this special place um within the postcodes that the items are kind of swapped and shared between. yeah so basically they're facebook groups you can ask to join them and then you give away your stuff or get stuff for free in your local area and the idea is it'll incentivize people to walk rather than drive Drive, across the borough to pick something up. And you're helping your local neighbours, which is nice. Fantastic. So in terms of um, the the hub, the Green and Cleaner Hub, what are your needs here right now? So at the moment, we're providing a really important community resource by giving advice five days a week. So you can walk in and ask for advice on any area of sustainable living, you know, energy, food, clothes, mending, whatever it is. Um, we provide some support to local charities, schools, businesses. We put on workshops every week, usually between three to six workshops free every week. Um, and what we need, and, and also we support a lot of groups who are struggling with loneliness and vulnerability, mm. including the elderly, including um, young mums, um, adults with learning difficulties come in and it's just a safe space that people can come in and learn something or you know look at our library or have a chat or make something and what we really need is to get more and more members of our community joining our amazing existing team of volunteers to help us man our hub to help us run our workshops um, and help us provide this amazing resource to the community so whether you are looking to have more of a social life and meet up with people once a week or meet new people, um, we would love to have you on board. Whether you are looking to go back to work and you want to improve your customer relations skills or your events organising skills <laughs> or your marketing skills or your 
HR skills or whatever it is that you could help our charity with or you could help at the hub with, then we'd love to have you on board. Whether you are a student at university or you know over 18 and looking for work experience, in whether it's in sustainability or retail or marketing or social media or any of these things that obviously we are involved in, um, you know, we'd love to have you get involved. I mean, obviously we do a lot of work with kids as well. So if that's your area of interest for your career. So really, you know, we're looking for people with all different backgrounds Mm. as the volunteers in the hub. And some of them may do it because they care about and they're worried about the climate crisis. Some of them may do it because they want to help their community, but other people completely reasonably will do it because it's a fun social thing to do or they'll do it because it will help their career or they'll do it because it will help their self-confidence or their mental health yeah, a sense of purpose isn't and it? yeah a sense of purpose has a lot you know is it has a lot of value so we would love more and more people from across the borough to get involved and to come and volunteer with us you know a shift a week a shift every two weeks a shift is only about three hours um and it makes a huge difference and um if people want to get in touch with you in terms of the volunteering, how do they do that? Well, our website is www.greenerandcleaner.co.uk uh, and we have, if you look at the About Us section, there's um, an area there where you can go into volunteering. But also, if you go to the Get Involved section, there is a vacancy section where we have Um, a link to volunteering but also we currently have two vacancies as roles one at a director level which is a really exciting role and one at a head of finance and resources level Mm -hmm. both of which are part-time two and a half days a week Um, and they're really exciting paid roles uh, which we're currently recruiting for so if anyone's interested uh, do check that out on our website ASAP. Fantastic amazing. Uh, Is there a closing date for that? Uh, the closing date is 9th of January, but if there aren't sufficient applications, we may extend that. Okay. Uh, one last question. Um, what's the future of the Green and Cleaner Hub? What's in the pipeline now for 2023 well, and beyond? Well, we're hoping... We've obviously got... We've got our space for three years. I would love to think that we will extend it beyond that. I think we bring a lot of value both to the Glades and to the community of the borough. Um, this year, as last year, we'll do another annual schools event. We want to grow our work with schools, so we want to be able to come up with um, a really interesting template for school assemblies and template for school workshops so that we can go into schools, both secondary and primary, to deliver these workshops, even with our volunteers, and also so that we can host them during the two days that we're closed, perhaps in the hub, so that's Tuesdays and Wednesdays, so that we can deliver workshops or sort of school outings here, especially for primary school children, that one, I think. Um, But also we want to work on our amazing research uh, on diversity and inclusion and making sure that we know what language to use, what offerings to use. And to do that, we need to co-create with different groups and communities. We're talking to church groups, to mosques, we're talking to food banks, we're talking to different disability charities, and we want to continue having those conversations and working with them to co-create events and workshops that are going to benefit more and more different groups and get more and more different groups involved in the conversation. So um, that's something that I'm excited about, and hopefully we can get that research. We're doing, hoping to do that research with Imperial. We're looking for funders, so we're looking for corporate sponsors for both the hub as a community resource but also as this 
in terms of this amazing research that we want to do not just the co-creation but in more in-depth research around what language you use and how you communicate sustainability to reach different groups and different mm. demographics much more effectively uh, and that would be our project with imperial college london so we're looking for larger corporate sponsors and charities to support us with that and with regards to that and and obviously separately the running of the hub day to day we'd love to find some local businesses to support us uh, to choose us as their annual charity uh, we'd love to work more with people like the council um, but other community stakeholders as well to to fund and have the infrastructure to continue going for the next two three years and to continue growing what we're doing mm. and provide more and more workshops to more and more people um, and just basically normalize popularize sustainable living for everyone make everyone realize how it's relevant to them and what they can do about it to protect their own families and that it's possible and that it's possible it is exactly. possible can I say thank you very much uh, you know having this here in Bromley because I'm from Bromley it's it's absolutely amazing and it's a wonderful thing to have and um, yeah we will help it grow as much as possible through our Bromley buzz uh, Darren do you have any questions that you would like to throw in there nope. before we sign off so um, one last thing um, remind us where can we find all the information about uh, the hub so if you go on Facebook, uh, we have a Facebook page called The Hub from Greener and Cleaner. Uh, we also have the Greener and Cleaner Facebook group, which has over 7,000 7, 7, households on it. Uh, and then we also have the website, which is www.greenerandcleaner.co.uk. So greenerandcleaner.co.uk, it's quite simple. But there's a hub page on there as well. Um, and then obviously we've got Twitter and we've got Instagram, etc., etc. But I think you know Facebook and websites are probably the main one. But what's really interesting is is that we've got much more diversity in terms of age, in terms of ethnicity, in terms of socioeconomics, in terms of all the different groups mm. across Bromley, across South East London, by opening this hub in a mainstream setting, done to a polished level, looking like a commercial offering, and actually it's just run by the community for the community. And suddenly all these new groups are coming in and all these people are having access to it. And so for a lot of people, the physical shop is the number one way they'll find out more mm. about us. Coming in the Glades, a lot of people come in the Glades or come into Bromley Town Centre. We're right next door to Waterstones and HMV. We're opposite the Entertainer. We're near McDonald's in the Glades. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that are around us, you know. Um, and and people walk by us just walk in and ask a question you know we're not selling anything we're all just people like you just trying to do the right thing trying to protect our families trying to make our communities greener and more resilient and healthier um, and you know our our sort of one of our slogans is like be your own superhero you know you don't need to worry about the fact that X or Y aren't doing anything or X and Y aren't reliable you can be your own hero you can get involved with a charity or with any other you know, charity, set up your own project, whatever, if you want to. But the point is, we all have power. Um, if we care about it, we can do it. Amazing, absolutely amazing. And on that note, we're looking forward to seeing what 2023 brings. Thank you. And uh, on that note, be your own superhero. Thank you very much, Parisia. It's Thank a you. pleasure. Thanks, Ian.